Support for Paradox comes from the Timothy Center, your online counseling center no matter where you live. The Timothy Center is a marriage and family counseling facility in Austin, Texas, offering distance consultations for those that live outside the Austin area. If you have questions and you'd like to consult with Jimmy, Josh, or one of their licensed professionals, visit them at timothycenter.com. Recording live from Austin, Texas, a conversation about marriage and family that women will love and guys won't want to turn off. Dr. Jimmy Myers and Dr. Josh Myers are a paradox. Welcome to the show. This is Josh and I'm Paradox. Hey, everybody. Uh, Josh is in a bad mood. Coming to you live on this beautiful day in Austin, Texas. It's May 17th. If he's And today, Grumpy Cat died. If you've ever seen any of the memes online of Grumpy Cat... Grumpy I'm cat grumpy died. on Grumpy Cat Day. Yes, in hmm. honor of Grumpy Cat going um, to hell, which is all where all cats go, uh, because Yowzas. there would be no, there's no cats in America. Uh, there are no cats in America, and there's no cats in heaven. Now, heaven full of dogs, chock full of dogs. Dogs uh, can no really cats. go to hell too. Nope, no, 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 not dogs. I don't know if I've ever said the phrase "you can go to hell." But I just said that in relation to dogs. To dogs. It kind of felt good. I'm to glad s- that Molly was not in the room. <laughs> it kind of felt good to just say the phrase. <sighs> dogs can go to hell. It was a bit of an emotional release for me. I'm glad. I am kind of in a bad mood today. Every party's got a pooper. That's why we invited you. So if someone's acting, uh, you know, kind of in a bad mood, that'll be Josh. Today, we are abnormal. talking about 10 essential films that should be watched by your sons. By and with. In order to build character. And you use a lot of this this a lot with just fathers and sons. Correct. And so if that's your situation and as a father you can sit down with your son and yes. watch these together, that's awesome. Yes. Also awesome for moms, you know, if whether you're divorced uh-huh. or widowed exactly. or just want to do this. Yes. Um, watching them with your sons is awesome. The idea being there's so many films that teach extraordinary character traits. That, that we want to build in our sons. We, a few uh, episodes ago, we talked about, you know, this whole toxic masculinity charade that's taking place. This is, this is the really healthy masculinity that so many of these films teach. And so what we ask parents to do with their children, and by the way, all of these are at different times. Some of these you're not going to watch with a six-year-old. Nope. I'm sitting down with JJ and Sam tonight. <laughs> and watching them all. <laughs> so they're going to have to be, you know, older. And let me preface this. Sorry to break in, Jimbo. Nope. But it is, if you've tried, let's say you have a teenage boy, if you've tried to sit down and ask them about their day and, oh, a bad thing happened to you at lunch. Tell me how you felt about that. And, you know, how did that make you feel when that boy responded that way? It is impossible to talk to your sons about their lives and what type of positive character traits yes. they showed. Yes. But actually externalizing it and having the discussion about characters on a TV screen mm-hmm. is awesome. Mm-hmm. And they're much more open to those types of dialogues. Yes. And so this is a great way to talk through character with your son rather than digging into their personal life. Yes. So basically as we go through this, you try to each one of these movies Kind of what you want to talk with your your son about is, well, first, what qualities in this film that you would be watching depicts the kind of man that God wants us to be? That would be the first one. 
You know, what is it about this movie? What is it that it's teaching us about the kind of man that God would desire for us to be? Second, how can we, like Christ, stand up against insurmountable odds? Because almost all of these movies have to do with something along those lines. And then lastly, why is it that some men chose, voluntarily chose, to die for what they believed to be right? for what they believed to be noble. So here they are. Here's the the 10 essential films that you need to watch with your sons in order to build character. And at the very end, we will have those, kind of like the Oscars, those that got snubbed. Mm-hmm. Uh, those that Like the Sandlot. That did not get included. Here we go. So the first uh, movie on the list is Field of Dreams. Now, by the way, most of these movies, there's one that may be recent. The others of these are going to be 10... Some of them 20 years old. If you want any recent, just show them all the Marvel films. Since that's the only films being made today. <laughs> Ant-Man's Little Sisters, and Frog the Boy, Great Niece. Yeah. So the first one is Field of Dreams. And that is famous for, of course... If you build it, they will come. They will come. And Samuel L. Jackson was in it. James, James Earl, Earl Jones. Jones. There it is. <laughs> I watched a Marvel film last night, and Nick Fury's in my head. <laughs> it's build it. You know, if you build it, they will come. There's a lot of nostalgia about baseball, and it doesn't. You know, it's not all about baseball. It really has to do with appreciating the past. It's, there's especially a really cool father son moment in that. Yeah, if he builds this, shoeless Joe Jackson is going to come back and. You know, they're going to walk out of the cornfields and play ball again. But it's really about him building it so that his dad would come back. And I love the phrase. And the reason probably why it hit me is Kevin Cosner, you know, hey, do you want to have catch? That's the phrase. Would you like to, not would you like to play catch, but would you like to half catch? And that's what dad used to say with me. Really? You want to go out and have have catch. Hmm. I think, you know, when it talks about quality, it talks about honoring your past, honoring your parents in his desire to want to have that moment with his dad again. So really heartfelt, great, appreciating the past. Some of these films I haven't seen in 30 years, and I don't have a Venus flytrap brain memory like Jimbo does. Mm-hmm. And so he's going to describe most of the movies for, for us. And I'm going to sit here and go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds good. But to maybe even ask the first question, what kind of, what does the film depict as far as the man that God wants us to be? What would you say? Honoring parents. Desiring to have that. And you'll find this with a lot of these films. It's, you know, hey, well, if we forget our past, we're going to be doomed to repeat it. And we'll see that especially with film number two, is Saving Private Ryan. Earn this. My, 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 Just brings my, 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 tears to the old my, eyes. My, 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 my. So I do remember this part. Saving Private Ryan, World War II, mm-hmm. the Europe front. It wasn't Pacific, right? Correct. Yeah. The European theater. 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 I can go front. Don't fault me for front. Your dad would fault me for front. Oh, but. yeah. And it is Matt Damon, and it is... Tom Hanks, mm-hmm. and my best, my favorite cameo of Saving Private Ryan is like 75% through the film, and this guy drives up on a little bitty Humvee, drops off a box, and then drives away. No idea what you're talking about. Jimmy Fallon. What? Jimmy Fallon's in Saving Private Ryan. Get out of here. It's I did awesome. not know that. Yes, he, 30 seconds on the screen. 
Wow. Anyway, you know, that was back in his SNL days. So for me, where that hits home is all these people. It was a Jeep, not a Humvee. There were no Humvees in World War II. Please continue. No, it was the European front, and they were driving Humvees. Is <laughs> what I'm trying to say. <laughs> they uh, All these people died trying to save Ryan. Private again, Ryan. The gist of the story is a woman had... Lost a son. Had lost like two other sons or something like that in the war. And so as, as not for her to lose her entire offspring... They said, we're going to go bring your other son home. So he will not, the, the the War Department made that decision. And it culminates in everybody dying and Tom Hanks telling him at the very end, earn this. Yes. Earn this level of sacrifice. So they go and they save Private Ryan. They're, they lost their lives so this guy would not lose his life. And Very Christ-like. So these, all these people died for him. And at the very, of course, end of the movie, you have him... As this on the bridge, Private Ryan, as an old man who's now standing at the grave of of Tom Hanks, the you know the the guy that you know led the group that saved him, and right as he's Tom Hanks is about to die, you know he tells Matt Damon, who's Private Ryan, all these basically all these people died for you, earn this by the way you live your life. In the very end, the old man just says, "You know, did I did I earn it? Did I did I live my life?" And it is unbelievable. I'm gonna grab JJ and Sam when they graduate high school, and I'm just shaking. Earn this on my deathbed <laughs> from the commitment I've had for 18 years, and I'm gonna be like, "Earn this, you earn this, you little." <laughs> There's so much about Saving Private Ryan that has spiritual implications. How we should live our life because of Christ's sacrifice. You know, against all odds, these guys, you know, gave of themselves and they chose to die. You'll see, and to this day, people will say the scene of the landing uh, at the beach at Normandy on D Day was still probably the most accurate depiction of war that anybody has ever seen. Even Banner Brothers. Well, that's another one. Banner Brothers is awesome. But just um, just unbelievable. And you see, these men knew when the door on those landing vehicles opened. Mowed down. They were going to be mowed down. And they ran toward the gunfire. And they did that for their families. They did that for their country. And sometimes, you know, a lot of these movies are about lest we forget. Because if we forget... We're going to be doomed to repeat our past. And you see this with some of the, the stupidity of some college students and some, you know, that they, they think socialism is a good idea. It's insanity. And part of it is because our school system no longer teaches history. There's no appreciation for what past generations have done and what they have done and given their lives so that we have free speech that people want to now take away from other people that may disagree with them. So these are things that instill those values. Did you hear they legalized or decriminalized mushrooms in Denver? Yeah. Moving on. So number three is Rudy. Oh, my. Let's end the list. End the list. Just with this Rudy. This is three through ten. You know, and I'm going to share this with our... Who's the wild man now? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Just everybody's just cheering. You're five foot nothing. A hundred and nothing. <laughs> Anyway, so the, you, know, you got Rudy, and he's the walk-on who couldn't play football, but he walked on to the University of Notre Dame, and just through his hustle, you know, he made the practice squad, and then by the very his last game of senior year, they let him actually go in 
and and play a play in an actual game. Unbelievably fantastic. Just against all odds, getting back up. When Tenacity, stick to Yes, all those things are taught. Number four, remember the Titans. This, I would say, you know, is about the, the little football team. Left that side, just really strong side. Just excelled beyond their capacity. And to me, it's teamwork. Integrating black and white yeah, athletes. Yeah, racial relations. Uh, and they came together as a team to accomplish something. But anybody would follow Denzel. Which brings us to glory. Ayo. Uh, movie number five. The, Sorry, we're we're going really quick. We I know spent we a lot we spent of time way on the too first much time two. on the first two. So, Glory is the 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 Civil War movie about the the black regiment in the Union Army that is you know goes back and and fights the uh, Confederate soldiers and Denzel being whipped for some offense. The only scene I remember when he's strapped to a cannon. And he, the defiance in his eyes. He didn't even blink and he got a tear out. And he's looking directly in the camera and they're giving him lashes across his back. And just the defiance in his eyes and just tears start coming down. A close up on his eye is just unbelievable. But what they did, their sacrifice, these black soldiers who were being mistreated by others in the Union Army are fighting so that their enslaved brothers can breathe free. It's a, an amazing movie, Glory. Number six is Wonder. This is probably the most recent movie, and it's about the little boy, Augie, who has the facial disformity that goes to school and he's bullied. One that I haven't seen, so maybe we should sit down and watch this together. Yes. That chance of You that could happening. learn a lot. <laughs> but just an amazing movie, getting bullied, standing up to bullies, what a true friend is, because he has a friend of his that kind of befriends him. And then when others are making fun of Augie, he kind of goes along with the other kids, and Augie hears this. And so even his one friend thinks the same way about him. But then his friend comes back and beats up the bull. Great. About friendship, standing up for what's right. Great movie called Wonder. And then seven is Braveheart. I don't even have to say Just as drop the mic and walk away. Well, that's what we did with Rudy already. Oh, that's true. We and can't drop private two night yeah, mics. Yeah, we're damaging the microphone. If you haven't seen it, there is a penis flash scene that you need to be aware about. You know, when really? they, at the, rally, the war, oh, they lift up their skirts. yes, to show contempt for the kings. Yeah, men. this was also the European front war. <laughs> Why? When they lifted their skirts, it was all the front of Europeans? Is that what you're saying? The European <laughs> front? Is that... I'm not sure what you're trying to... I just wanted to say European front again. Okay. Braveheart, amazing. <laughs> they may take our lives, but they'll, they'll never, never take, take our, freedom. our freedom. Oh, my gosh. I never wanted to kill an Englishman so bad in my life. Oh, yeah. Well, Paul Revere made it do it for me. Oh, my goodness. So, Braveheart, again, doing, fighting for what is right up against all odds. Those guys dying for freedom so that their children can live a free life. So amazing. Did you know Paul Revere did not ride throughout? We're pressed for time. So hold on. Yelling, the Redcoats are coming. He didn't do that. Okay. Or was he one of by land, two of by sea? <sighs> <laughs> Keep going. We got one more. No, we have like three. There's eight. Gladiator. Oh, yeah. Whoops. Are you not entertained? An amazing movie. Uh, once again, overcoming all odds. You know, almost standing up to the ultimate bully in, you know... Uh, the emperor. The emperor The Rome. European emperor. So, yeah, Gladiator, uh, again, just amazing. You know, they killed his family, and then he fights his way back from 
from basically certain death. Amazing. Gladiator has to be seen. Number nine, Apollo 13 is just ingenuity and stick to and never giving up. So amazing that they did what they did with slide rules. Who's the most random person in that film? Jimmy Fallon? (laughs) (laughs) Kevin Bacon. That's very random for him to be in This is what you remember about these movies. I know. I I couldn't tell you that. Well, Apollo 13, I could tell you the (laughs) storyline. I couldn't tell you the storyline, but you you dominate storylines. Well, yes. Yes. Narratives do it for me. I remember narratives. And then the last one is Hoosiers and a little bitty hickory. You're a sucker for a Gene Hackman film. Yes. You know, and they, they take on, you know, the huge school and they, and because they do what's right, they learn fundamentals. The greatest scene ever when they're playing for the state in this mat, because they just play in this little tiny, teeny little gym that maybe 30 people can watch a game in. And they're playing in this massive stadium uh, in Indiana someplace. And he goes up and he, me- why don't you measure from the free throw line to the baseline? Oh, measure from the floor up to the rim. Hmm, seems like the same as in our gym. Oh, <laughs> so good. Well, and your child on a daily basis sees people cutting corners and yes. potentially getting better grades yes. or doing more better in sports. Yes. And a lot of these films are people doing the right thing the right way and succeeding, su- succeeding sometimes experiencing failure. Which is important to understand and to come. not but, succeeding, and but dealing you still with that. did it yep. for the yep. right reasons. Yep. So again, you look through these, and again, you can see most of these, they're going to be older. You know, I made sure some of these I watched with you Yes. before you were 17, because several of these are R, but they're not R, you know, for sex scenes or whatever. It's just World War II. I mean, and, 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 and that's part of the amazing thing about it. Take Spielberg, the the Normandy invasion. He went and talked with survivors, and one guy said, "I remember this guy getting his arm blown off, getting up, noticing that his arm was blown off, reaching down and picking up his arm, and moving on toward, you know, the the Europeans who were shooting at them. the front." So it is. I mean, it's graphic violence for the most part, but then again, what these things teach, boys need to be learning this prior to when they're 17. I think you might have been 12 or 13 when we saw some of these things. So, you know, choosing to die for what is right and noble, going against all odds, doing what is right, not because it's easy, as JFK said, but because it's hard. These are things that, these are essential movies to build character in your sons. You have done a JFK accent and an Irish accent. Aye. That's impressive. And they were Irish Catholic. They were with Kennedys. So (laughs) if you want more information about this episode. Real quickly, movies that didn't make the list. Oh. Well, Band of Brothers. It's a series. Sandlot. Sandlot. Tommy Boy. It teaches you absolutely. A lot of people go to college for seven years. It teaches you absolutely nothing, (laughs) but it's hilarious. Doctors. What do you got? The greatest movie ever made, obviously, Monty Python, Casa The Holy Grail. Oh. And every John Wayne movie that was ever made. <laughs> and every Tom Selleck. You should start that. And you can watch, small, small children can watch John <laughs> Wayne. You should just have weekly. It's Friday Nights with John. Oh, and we Lord. watch all Paradox the John Podcast. Wayne movies. Paradoxpodcast.com. You can find us on our socials there as well. We appreciate you guys for listening. And oh, and next we week, your review the essential and- movies for daughters. Yep, that every, well, we will require every dad to watch with their daughters. (laughs) Yeah, because moms, we're just playing like they're not there. (laughs) Uh, Have a good day. See ya.
Paradox is produced by Billy Lee Myers Jr. For more about Billy, go to therapywithbilly.com. For more information about our Paradox evangelist, Julie Lyles Carr, go to julielylescar.com. And if you want more details about what was discussed on today's show, go to paradoxpodcast.com.